Hi and welcome to the Sunil D Show, a daily look at things that make your life and work better. I'm your host, Sunil Dias. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of being frank and forthright. There are a couple of things we learn when young that impact our behavior significantly, both professionally as well as personally. The first, say out loud the nice things. Don't say the not so nice things. The second, when we join a work environment most of the time, is that everyone tells us that we need to be professional. In other words, caring more about the process rather than the person. These can result in significant dissonance. The dissonance between what we think and what we say, dissonance in how well an employee thinks they're performing, how the boss perceives their performance, dissonance in how a couple perceive each other. Let's say employee X is not doing his job well, output not up to the mark. For an external observer, obvious thing to do is to tell him he's not performing. Then, to understand the issues leading to suboptimal performance and work towards improving performance. The trouble is that it's difficult to give honest feedback. In these situations, we typically fall back on one of two behaviors. One, we give the person an ultimatum to improve performance. Without trying to understand what's causing the underperformance, we construe our professionalism to mean being impersonal. The second behavior, which is common, is to try to be nice without explicitly addressing the gaps in performance. That means we don't give direct feedback. We package our feedback in a way we think will not hurt the person. Then we wait and watch and hope for magical performance improvement. That just doesn't happen. These behaviors have been nicely described by Kim Scott in her book Radical Candor. Be a kick-ass boss without losing your humanity. If you're interested in reading this awesome book, please find the link in the description of this podcast. Getting back, Kim Scott describes radical candor as when a boss does two things, challenges an employee directly and cares personally for that employee at the same time. Anything else leads to suboptimal outcomes. Telling it like it is, while caring, is something you should consider in every aspect of your professional and personal life. Whether it's telling a client that something they say or do isn't the best idea, or telling your boss that you think there's a better way to do something, or telling a loyal employee that there are certain areas where they could do better, and very, very importantly, telling your spouse that something they do drives you up the wall. A common argument against radical candor is that it spoils relationships. Sometimes it does, but most times it sets the stage for an honest relationship and makes everyone progress. It significantly reduces the dissonance between what you think and what you say, which in turn reduces stress. For the times that being candid spoils a relationship, examine what you could have done better. You might have communicated your views better or had a better basis before sharing a candid view. Yet, you can't win them all. There will be relationships which sour over your candor. There's not much you can do about them. Not being candid is another form of procrastination, postponing telling the truth about something which isn't up to the mark. But once you have postponed candor, there's never really a right time for it. It leaves everyone uncertain and when candor can't be postponed any longer, it becomes a very difficult conversation. You've been saying A all along, suddenly you're saying B. 
it's difficult for the candor postponer and it's confusing for the candor receiver. That sets everyone nicely on a vicious cycle of not speaking their mind. Some closing thoughts. One common method used by those who believe in candor is to agree and then disagree. So, you listen and agree with all a person has to say and then you give your views. Often, those views are diametrically opposite to what the person has just said. This works, often, yet don't do it too often. The feedback receiver might agree with what you have to say. But since you haven't been explicitly candid on your disagreement with their views, they still won't understand why that thinking in your view may be faulty. So while you might have convinced the person what to think, in this specific instance, you haven't changed the how to think. And what's the point of feedback if it doesn't change how a person thinks? Thanks for joining me on the Sunil Day Show. Hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you liked what you listened to, make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. See you next time with another episode of the Sunil Day Show. Bye for now.